Hey everybody, Ian here to tell you all about the fine shows you could be listening to from the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Let's start it off with the original Stuff and Things, the podcast about everything and nothing at all, starring myself and my good buddy Chewy, where we talk about our friendship, our past, our future, our history, ghosts, clowns, sharks, dolphins, and Stan Lee. That comes out every single Friday. You can also check out Four Color Commentary, where myself, Chewy, Ryan, and Alan talk about comic books. That's right, kids, comic books. Old, new, comic book movies and news, so many comics you can't even handle it all. That comes out every new comic book day, which is Wednesdays for those of you who know. If you're an old or new comic books fan, this is the podcast for you. And every Saturday, Ryan and I team up for an action-packed blockbuster with Super Action Bros, where we watch movies with explosions and car chases. Strap in, everybody, and get your popcorn ready, because Super Action Bros is coming your way. And finally, the dark and spooky side of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. That's right, boys and girls. Get ready for some scares. It's Eyes in the Dark with Chewy, Evan, and James as they watch classic horror movies and some of those that were made just as a quick cash grab. Well, everybody, that's all the shows of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Odds are you're listening to one right now or I wouldn't even be here. Thank you so much for listening. Feel free to subscribe to us and sit back, relax, and enjoy another fine Stuff and Things Network podcast. Another episode of Stuff and Things, the podcast about everything and nothing at all. I'm Chewy. And I'm Ian. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Stuff and Things. If this is your first time with us, hey, how, hey, howdy, hey, how are you, cowboys and cowgirls? And uh, if you, I'm sorry, let's be PC, cow people. Yeah, cow people. Cow persons. That way everyone is That way everyone's feeling no one included. can be not included. That's true. Um, and if you're brand new to the show, welcome. Brand new, uh, brand new welcome. If you are a returning sack cat. Sup, dude. Sup, dude. Sup, dude. Uh, so, uh, if uh, this is your first time with us, or if you're returning and you want to reach out to our, uh, our ourselves, the show itself, uh, you could do that. A uh, really easy way to do that is by going to the Stuff and Things Network website, stuffandthingsnetwork.com. Uh, so, there it is, a full-fledged website. You can click on our show artwork and get taken to a page where you can subscribe to us on various uh, platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Google Play. Uh, you can also... Uh, you can also reach out to us via social media uh on twitter tumblr uh facebook uh instagram we all have have them all on there you can also reach out to us individually on those uh, same formats uh for me ian it's at irish that's at i-r-i-t-c-h and for chewy it's at chupacabra c-h-e-w-p-a-c-a-b-r-a uh you can also uh email us as well on that website there's a big contact us button you can click on that boom we're right there you see it see it and you can fill out a little little form it'll fill it out do it quick do it right. That's the trick. Yep. Okay. Wow. 
sweet rapping skills, bro. Uh, so yeah, you can do that, and uh, yeah, you could you could reach out to us, send us an email. We like getting those. Uh, all of that at stuffandthingsnetwork.com. So Chewy, my friend, yes, how goes the world in your life? It goes the world. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> if you're just gonna start every show by just asking me and then having me lead off, I'm gonna have to start being prepared to speak to that. Apparently, I have no news, <laughs> but. I I have I have a question. What's the question? How are the Houston Rockets doing? What's well, I don't <laughs> know. Honestly, unfortunately, uh, Chewy and I suffered a grave loss the other night. Our yes. our sport our hockey sports team is out of the playoffs. Um, so uh, yeah, the Ducks are gone. But uh, you know what? So are the Kings, and that's what let's, matters. Let's see. But Houston how are the Houston Rockets, Rockets doing? Well, it looks like. Uh, they're <laughs> eliminated. Get, am I getting ready first, for more disappointment? <laughs> yep, they're eliminated in the first round. Dang it. Uh, to be fair, they had the Golden State Warriors in the first round, which for those of you <laughs> non-Ball is Life people out there. Yeah, okay? I, I've recently learned about the, the Golden State Warriors yeah. uh, and their amazingness. Apparently. Golden State Warriors uh, won it last year, uh, broke uh, the 1995-1996 Bulls um, victory record. Uh, as well as Steph Curry, their their star, setting many other records for like scoring points and stuff like that. So you have the defending champs who seem to be operating at a, at an even better uh, level this season, um, playing the uh, the Houston Rockets, and the Houston Rockets crashed and burned. So. That yeah, that's that's it. We don't get we don't get that money that I never betted. No, that's true. Because I didn't do it. Good idea. Because I forgot about it. Don't put some money on the Houston Rockets. <laughs> it was gonna be like five bucks. But okay, but versus the Golden State Warriors, I'm like, save your five dollars. That's yeah. five one dollar no, menu I mean, items like, at our local fast five, food restaurant. It's five bu- you know, that's that's the thing. For those, because that gives you the good odds, you know, or well, bad odds, but you know, if it pays off, you're if this would have been one game, if it would have just been one game elimination. Could have gone either way because the Rockets did win one game. So, um, so yeah. So, there you go. Ian, I have a question for you. Yes. We, we, you're talking about these, the sports teams and we're talking about, uh, basketball because we played a game that one time where it was pick a pick a team based solely on the logo and the name we did we did right? yeah we played that a few weeks i think it was last week or the week before that i think no it was the week before like that because last weeks. week was our prince in china special yeah <laughs> not exactly. prince in china prince man that would have been china. awesome oh man <laughs> prince in china live and not like prince like like we shrunk prince down and put him inside of china's body like to no. explore like magic school bus style it's like, God, that would have been a way different oh, show. What man. if Prince was the teacher at Magic School? Holy was? shit, dude. Oh, and man. every week they're just like, oh, no, we got to get the stuff that's killing China out of her. <laughs> wow. Is I China so, like the Arthur? Kid? I don't know. We've I, talked about the Magic yeah. School bus oh, before. No, it's Arnold. It's Arnold. Arnold? No, Arnold. no, it's Arthur. I, it? Hold no, on. Arnold. Yeah, Arnold. Because yeah, Arthur. Arthur is that. I'm going to double fuck. check. Redhead kid. Magic. I feel like it's Arnold. I think it is. School yeah, because Arnie sounds right. Redhead for... kid, magic school bus. Let's see. Did you type in the word sucks? No. <laughs> Arnold. Arnold. Oh, God. Here it is. Oh, man. I'll give you one guess what his last name is or uh, what, nas- what nationality it points to. Nationality or culture? Culture. Well, same thing. Culture. Culture. I'm going to go with uh, Jewish. 
Arnold Perlstein. Oh, yeah. There it there is. There it is. There it is. Oh, Lord. We're awful people. I, hey, man. I didn't write the show. I'm just I, saying. I didn't either. Oh, okay. I didn't there either. you go. I didn't either. Of course they I did didn't that. either. I'm what was your you. name again? Miss Lizzie or uh, whatever? <laughs> No, Ms. it was Miss no, Frizz. Miss Frizz. Miss Frizzle. Frizzle, that's what it was. And she had a pet iguana. Yeah, she And drove a magic school bus. <laughs> and got the kids fucking high. Got the kids fucking high. It's like, let's yeah, go on yeah. a fucking trip, But yeah, we did, we did play a game that involved sports team logos that I picked. Um... I picked it just by the logo alone. Yeah. No knowledge of where they're at or um, the players in the team, just based on pure logo and name alone. And speaking of our childhood and speaking of magic school bus and stuff like that, um, I wanted to ask you, I was thinking about this the other day. This question popped in my mind. Okay. And I don't know where it came from. It just happened. Mm-hmm. What do you think is, because we grew, we grew up, we're 90s kids. Mm-hmm. We are. You know? That's true. Born in the 80s. But we grew up in the nineties. That's like, true. That's our that's our domain. That's that's our territory. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, our temporal territory. <laughs> uh, um, our tempura territory. Ooh. We're going to Benny Hanna's after this. That's true. Mm. I'm probably not going to get anything tempura. No, I'm, I might get a I might get a, a, a shrimp roll. You hear me breathing heavy because I'm anticipating. I might it. get a shrimp crunch roll. It was pretty good. It's got some tempura in it. <laughs> <laughs> they added fillet to their menu. I know. Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to get that with the Rockets Guys, choice. I'm just going to tell you. Sign up for that birthday club. Sign up for that birthday club. And apparently, too, if you live in Southern California or any of those areas where we talk about Medieval Times, Medieval Times does a similar thing, where if one of your friends pays full price, you get to go for free. So essentially, you guys are paying for each of your tickets, but you're getting to go for free. You're getting to well, go for free. Well, essentially, it's it's two for one. Essentially. That's what it is. So, so you, you could split the cost of one ticket. Or I, did you sign up for the birthday club? Yeah. Okay, good. Because I signed yeah. up. I didn't get anything this year, obviously, because I signed up after yeah. my birthday. But I signed up. So for next year, it's happening. Yeah. Month of your birth, you can I go. I feel you, dude. You can have two birthday dinners. Oh, man. Because that's, that's how so life good. works. So good. <laughs> um, yeah, when you got to work, you can't do, like, oh, here's my birthday party. It's like, okay. So my family, okay, we got to do a birthday thing there. And then, okay, roommates want to do a birthday thing. You just have all these like birthday things and it becomes less of a celebration and more of a chore. And that's how you know it's when you're stressed out about celebrating your birthday, mm-hmm. that's when you know you're an adult. Yeah. That's when adulthood that is true. So boy, get ready. Um, so the question I had is Ian, what would you say is the most nineties animal? We kind of talked about this or on uh, an episode of Four Color Commentary so that will be coming out where we talked about there were a lot of shows in our youth that were like, like yet I mean, you had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Street Sharks, Biker Mice from Mars. We did. You had yeah. SWAT cats. You had like, you had all these animals. The 90s animals. But not limited to those shows, but think about everything. That was like in pop culture, clothing, <laughs> stickers, tattoos. Like, what do you look at? And you're like, oh, that's so 90s. I have a bad answer. What the, is it? The Tasmanian Devil? Uh, no, because <laughs> that's the character, Taz. But he was a popular animal. Everyone want to know what the real ones look like after that. They're yeah, like, do they no, really? Do they the- really spin around in tornadoes? <laughs> is that really how they go? That is how they go. I mean, think of it. I mean, is there is there a better '90s Looney Tune character than the Tasmanian Devil? Yeah, but uh, throw a backwards hat and a bull's jersey on him. <laughs> some, there you some go. Sweet, oh some sweet. Oh my god! And I was gonna say Nike's. Let's be honest. Yeah. Put on some Reeboks with yeah. some with some pump action. There That's you what he's go. Gonna wear. 
And he's going to be yeah. on a, on a, on a t-shirt. A t-shirt. Yep. Um, no. Ian uh, likes making fun of my culture by pointing out the tricked out Looney Tunes shirts. Hey, they had them in Mervyn's where I shopped too. Yeah. You're <laughs> like, oh, they had them near me. I thought they were kind of cool at the time. Yeah, I never sure. had one, but I but I but I thought they were cool. I was like, oh, I'm too. I thought I was not cool enough to wear that shirt. Oh, okay. That's why I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Do it. Sure. Um, let me see. The most '90s animal. I don't know, man. Like, okay, and you're talking about like standard animals. So like, I can't be like dinosaurs because no, kids no, in the I mean, '90s love dinosaurs. That's fine. What, what I'm talking about is like, is there not, a specific answer you have not, in mind here? Well, I know what my pick is. Okay, but like, not like, oh, uh, well, Taz, you know, Tasmanian Devil, because Taz, like, that's like, oh, that's that one character. I'm like, talking about animal representation as a whole like was, in the media. I feel cartoons, like there was a lot art. of. I feel like there was a lot of. I don't know if I can narrow it down to one. For, for example, 80s neon, right? Yeah. Th- we think of like neon, like bright uh-huh. colors and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. 70s, we think of like just like groovy stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like 60s, like, you know, like what, like you can kind of think of those things or like what we were talking about, how like every um, decade or generation or era has its own like sport that kind of identifies okay. it. I think um, the only thing I can, the only way I could really say it, and here's, yeah. I, I'm not sure which one. Maybe you can help me narrow it down. I feel like something in the reptile Kay. area. Okay. Reptiles were big. I mean, needless to say, there's the Mortal Kombat character, but yeah. like, I don't know, lizards were big, geckos. If you wanted to, I mean, you could go just, I would, just, I, I would, I mean, I would gate accept alligators. Repti- I would accept reptiles. Reptiles, I mean, like, and I mean, in that, in that also for yeah. kids, dragons. Kids love the dragons and snakes. Okay. I mean, snakes definitely reptiles. Uh, I mean, I would say some somewhere in the reptile world, somewhere it, it, in the reptile it, it world. lies the most '90s animal. What do you, because it's like not only is extreme, but it's kind of yeah. tough. What do you so like? What there's something that's influencing that answer. So like, what like what triggers you when you think back to that time period? It's just the idea of like, oh, that's extreme, and oh, it's so cool, yeah. and like, oh, and then look, it's got it's got big old big old fangs. It's got like a snake fangs. Yeah. Like, let, let's think about all the '90s stuff. What is, what was the best team on Legends of the Hidden Temple? Yeah, what was, was it? A, 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 oh shit! What's their name? <laughs> oh god, I'm blanking. The the iguanas. No, well, yeah, okay, the, but the, no, the, the silver snakes. Silver snakes. The silver snakes. You had like. You had like reptile was it the blue from iguanas? uh blue yeah blue iguanas okay blue iguanas right. I'm pretty sure pretty sure I was trying to remember but iguanas also they going back to Magic School Bus freaking iguana shit dude reptiles dude um, so at sidebar turtles are amphibians but they're close enough it's a reptilian okay. yeah so sidebar my um frogs also pretty big too when I when I was a kid um. I was, I don't know if it was like a family or a friend or something like that, had an iguana, like a big iguana and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And that was like their pet. And I, I, you know, it was like, oh man, it's so cool. It's like that or that. And like my dad used to tell me, I didn't fucking believe him, but he's like, yeah. It's like when I was a kid, they were like everywhere. They were like fucking rats to us. Like, cause he grew up in Guatemala yeah, yeah. and he's like, yeah, no, he's like, they're, they're just everywhere. And you know, they're, they're like, they'd get into your food. They like, you know, this and that. And they're just like nasty, you know, they like come after you. They'd like chase you down and stuff like that. And, um, they have, um, he, I, I was like, so what would you do? You know? And he's like, oh, well, usually someone would go grab a machete and they just cut their head off and <laughs> you know, there you go. Get rid of the iguanas. Oh my god! Sometimes they'd be like, "Hey, we got iguanas in the house. Here, take this machete. Get rid of it." <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ! Yep, yeah, and that, that's how it went down. That's how it went down. Um, 
But yeah, yeah I, I, I'd have to go with some sort of rep- reptilian creature. That makes sense. You have, uh, but then again, I'm also a boy in the '90s. I feel yeah. like if we had a girl in the '90s, or maybe some different like Lisa Frank ponies and shit. Hey, man, that's why I didn't say. You know, I, I just said, what for do me, you think? Which animal represents for me, the '90s? This, uh, some sort of reptile, like a snake or a mm. lizard. Those are the two I'm going to boil it down to: snake or lizard. Okay. What about you? I picked. I don't know why. Just the imagery. I feel like I saw it on a lot of stickers, on a lot of folders. I saw it on a lot of like t-shirts mm-hmm. and temporary tattoos and everything and it has that kind of like like cool 90s look to it. Scorpions. Yeah, same same difference. Yeah, it's it's same like part thing. of that same like <laughs> if you go to the zoo they're in the same area. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, but scorpions I, and snakes. I just like you know, it's all like inky looking, and it's like got that like. Well, it's greenish. the same thing. It's a scale that's yeah. tough. It's got it's sharp. Shiny. It's got sharp. Yeah, it, it has it's, sharp. It, it has sharp animals with sharp on them are very important in the nineties. <laughs> exactly. And whether their teeth are sharp or it's their weird spiky tail. That's true. I mean, here's the thing. Like, and and so I'd be like, oh, spiders. No, 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 no. Compared to a scorpion, a spider. Like if I would, they were like, we're gonna put you in a pit full of spiders yeah. or a pit full of scorpions. I'd be yeah. like, pit full of spiders, and yeah. you'd be like, why? And they could bite you. I'm like, maybe it's tarantulas. They don't bite. Yeah, and also like, sometimes they can be. But like, scorpions, I'm gonna get away. They all got those stingers. Yeah, they all can get you. And not only stingers, they got little crab claws to pinch you that's and sting true. you more. That's true. They right just on your grab finger, you like fuck yeah, I'm gonna fucking keep killing you. And that's the thing about that stinger is it's so insulting because it's yeah. just. Like, if a snake bites you, it's like, yeah. it bit you. Yeah. But if it's like, oh, I got stung by a scorpion. You mean you let that big, awkward thing just, like, eh, it be <laughs> hit you multiple times? Yeah, it hurt. It's essentially like, okay, my hand has a nail through it. I'm going to flail it around, have and if been, I hit you Have you ever been bitten by a snake or stung by a scorpion? No. Me neither. Um, <laughs> thank God. But I remember in the 90s, and yeah. when I was a kid at my elementary school, I, I don't know if I've told this story before, but I definitely remember we had a snake problem because it was in like a huge... Oh, yeah, you went to a school. Okay. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? We had this big old, big old fucking field in yeah. the back. Huge, like fucking huge. Like yeah. probably the size of our complex, like from the front to the back. Okay. from the, That's how big it is. Yeah. And I remember we had a snake problem. There's a lot of snakes, and they would constantly come down from the hills and, and into the into the area. I remember one time our school I, they pulled everybody off the field because yeah. there was a rattlesnake out there. Oh, and I man. distinctly remember our old. <laughs> it's, like, it's essentially like what happens our, when there's a shark, our school, but on land. Our school, our school, like well, they called him. They, they didn't call him a janitor, but he was yeah. like janitor slash like fix it guy. He was like he's essentially like school grandpa. That's what he was like. <laughs> school he, grandpa. He was, like the, he was the help. Hand, he was the handyman, and the reason I say. He was school grandpa is because the principal of the school this was his dad and his mom was a teacher and his dad was like a handyman like i fix cars and stuff like that was his job yeah and so he's like you know what i'm gonna help my dad get a job at this private school that's awesome being like the fix it guy the handyman yeah and they sent him out there and i remember because he was an overall stuff and a blue hat yeah and i remember i remember distinctly they sent him out there to deal with the snake yeah And what happened was, and, and he I never I, came back. No, he didn't. He came. Uh, I watched what happened. Yeah. He went out there. I know what you're going to think. You're like, oh, he got bit or something. Yeah. Not at all. He stared at the snake and he just made a move towards it. And the snake took off, like yeah. slipping away. And I remember he had a shovel. Yeah. And I just distinctly remember him just like swatting at the ground <laughs> like it's a samurai sword, <laughs> like just trying to cut the snake as he's running in, like, yeah. you know, like the, in like, uh, what, what are those, bo- like those big old boots, like, yeah, the, yeah. like the, the tan ones. He's like, <laughs> running after the snake and i remember like oh man and we all called him his name by the way he didn't yeah. really have a like a well I mean, his name was bill we all oh. we didn't ever call him like 
you know, like, oh, it's it's Mr. Mr. This. Yeah. It was Uncle Bill. Everybody Uncle called him Bill. Uncle Bill. Oh, man. And so and they're like, oh, my God, Uncle Bill's chasing that snake. And I remember he was like swatting at it and like using the the, using the the, the tip of yeah. the of the of the shovel to try to, to, try to decapitate yeah. it. And he did. Oh, that's awesome. And I distinctly remember this. I remember all the teachers went out yeah. when he was like standing next to you, like <sighs> like holding yeah. holding this thing, He's just like, looking <sighs> down at his work. And all these teachers that came over. This is a Christian school, yeah. by the way. So of course they don't like snakes anyway. Yeah. He's they're the bad the bad yeah. animals in the Bible. So they all came up and they're like watching. I remember I peeked through it. I remember yeah. I'll never forget this to the day I die. Yeah. It was the most metal thing I've ever uh-huh. seen. More metal than Mastodon okay. because I remember distinctly they had the shovel. Yeah. And he took the shovel and yeah. put it under the decapitated snake head yeah. and raised it up. Uh-huh. And it was still alive. Oh, my and God. And not only was it still alive, oh. it was hissing and it had its fangs out. Oh, shit. It was like, I'm not fucking <laughs> I'm dying. dying. I'm not done, And I remember, I remember like, I remember looking over at his body and like yeah. the rattler was there. The rest of the body wasn't moving. Yeah. But that fucking head, decapitated oh God, snake dude. head, hissing on the edge of him. I'm like... Now I understand why Indiana Jones is so afraid of him. <laughs> it just won't stop. So that's why, needless to say, when Harry Potter came around, there's like, oh, Slytherin. It's got a snake. I'm like, fuck that shit. Dude, snakes, have- snakes fascinate me and terrify me at the same time. Like, I think I'm more afraid of snakes than I am of, I'm more afraid of getting bit by a snake yeah. than I am of a spider. Like, if a spider's on the wall, I'm like, eh. But like, if they're like, Ian, there's a snake somewhere in the house. this house. I'm like, you find it. I'm going to yeah. stay up here. And lock my door and put stuff under. I don't want it in my room. Yeah. And then I, well, my yeah, luck no, could look, be in my room. Look, one, my, my fear of like spiders and stuff and not liking them and being like, fuck you, spiders, comes from the fact that they cohabitate my, my area, like my bedroom and like, you know, the bathroom and stuff like that. But not like, I mean, if I'm out there in the woods, like if I, if I go hiking, if we go down to the trail over here, like I'm constantly scanning the ground for snakes. Because I'm like, fuck that shit. I don't want to get bit by a snake. And then I'm constantly like scanning the bushes for bees. Because remember when we went hiking that one time and there was that one bee, there was that one bush that was just like, we're walking and we're like, huh, someone's mowing the lawn over there. And then we like walk up to this bush and it's like, like, oh shit. (laughs) Oh, I told you about the time I rode through the the swarm of bees, right? With no protection. Yeah. And we decided we need to head back and I had to walk slowly through a cracked beehive when they're angry. And I'm just like, I had shorts and a t-shirt on. I'm like, please, God, if you're there. Well, like, I put I, sunglasses on, and I put my shirt up over my mouth, yeah. and I just slowly walked through. I remember being bees. like... it was. I don't like bees either. I got stung by two bees at the same time in the same spot when I was a kid. I remember... I'm not allergic. When, I'm not allergic. I when you and I used to be more active, and we used to like go on like... <laughs> now we live like, a sedimentary lifestyle. And nature walks and They're hikes. Like potatoes. Like, yeah. Not couch potatoes. Just, just potatoes. potatoes. Just bed potatoes. <laughs> um, that kind of makes it sound like we just lay, lay in bed together. <laughs> no, not, <laughs> sounds like we're like, hey, want to make some we bed lay, potatoes? We, we lay in bed, but in separate beds, <laughs> separate from each other. Um, um, but that reminds me, like when when we're doing that, I was like, man, I gotta look at getting some pants, you know, but that are good for like hiking and stuff, and like a long sleeve t shirt and stuff, because I don't want to like get scratched or like you know, po- poison ivy or like whatever it is, and like have like stuff like that. And then I was like looking into it, and I'm like, okay, well, like oh, I could get like you know just like some. Uh, I, I looking into it. I'm like, what's the best color to wear when you're, you know, for like sunlight and stuff like that. And 
I'm like, okay, cool. I found some options. And then I looked into it and I was like, oh, protecting against bees. This is if you're going to go hiking, don't wear these colors because those are the colors of like natural predators for a beehive um, because they're like, like bears. And it was like all the colors that the hiking things like you should wear. It's good for like protecting it against the sun and like, you know, whatever. I'm like, okay. And they're like, and they're like, if you want to like avoid bees or like, uh, I forgot what it was. It was something like, oh, wear something that's like brightly colored or something like that. And then like, I read in this other thing, like, Bees are attracted to bright fluorescent colors because it reminds them of flowers where they think they can find pollen and like, but they like, probably fuck. think, but hold on though. If a bee flies towards you and you're wearing a bright fluorescent yeah. color, it probably thinks it's safe. So if you probably stay still, it will eventually fly away. It, it's not like the bee goes to the flower and like stings it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's the fuck w- you. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it. Take my ass. <laughs> Rip my ass out of me. Um, that's what happens. They send you a bee or a gay man. (laughs) You know what? Why can't a gay man be a bee? Is that like a new category of bee uh, of gay man? Like people, people who just want their ass destroyed. They they want you to grab their ass and and then just rip and destroy destroy it. Not not even like anything. Just pull and separate from their body. (laughs) Elongate, elongate the cheeks. I see. Long droopy ass bees. <laughs> long fucking long droopy ass bees. So it's a question. So it's it's the sun versus bees. A question of danger. Let's see. Well, and I, I, I but would then say there's also like for like oh I was looking I'm like oh what about other things like mountain lions and stuff shit like that and then basically there's no color that's safe to wear is what I came to the conclusion to you just stay out of it. That's what <laughs> just what you have to Nature do. Nature is not for us. Yeah, it, you know like. Against large predators, black is good because then it's like Chewy, there's a, a reason cat's not going to be like there's oh a there's reason, a bear I'm there's a fight reason it. we evolved and created shelter is because we knew that was no place for us so why on God's green earth would we want God's green earth which we can enjoy from a distance would we want to go back into that because look at us we're fat yeah we could walk on a city street where the worst thing that could happen is a mechanical car that we made with safety precautions in it. Could hit us. Or a bicycle. I like how you said the safety precautions as if they're to protect the pedestrian. <laughs> but no. <laughs> well, no. The, but well, we, could, we could hear a car coming. Unless it's a, the deadly Prius. <laughs> no. <laughs> Prius is only silent of under five miles Drive-bys? You could just get a drive-by? Just someone's just <laughs> right there? It's true. You're dead? Bullets are like, bullets are like the bees of weaponry. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Noisy and quick. Yes, that's true. Uh, someone could throw a Skittle at you. <laughs> you know, My buddy like, Evan was chucking Skittles out of the car at people. Like a, like a, you know, like a little hellion, little bastard he is. Um, so he was even throwing them at me. He was bullying me. I did text the bullying symbol. That's yeah. I don't, I don't fall into that. Um, so we're talking about these animals and nineties animals and stuff like that. And you mentioned like, okay, like spider, you can kind of lump into that depending on the thing. Like it kind of falls into that Mm -hmm. category. Mm -hmm. Um, well, I've got something that I came across here. Okay. Um, and it's mighty terrifying. All right. Um, so I hope you're ready. I'm ready. I hope you're ready for your spider fear. Um, I'm not really afraid of them. Let's see if this, if this pushes me over the edge. Let's find out. Uh, Huffington Post weird news, of course. Um, <laughs> deadly spider bites man's penis Ugh. on toilet. Oh, oh no! Worst fears realized. Hold on, where was he at? Where do you think? Somewhere foreign. <laughs> well, like take take a guess. G- give me a country 
that you think this happened in and give me an environment in which you think this happened. I think it's some sort of desert area. Okay. Well, that's not a country. Yes. So it could be someplace in America because we have some desert areas, but it could also be someplace in the Middle East. I'm going to go with someplace in the Middle East. I'm not going to give you a specific country, but somewhere in the Middle Eastern region or yeah, Middle Eastern region. Okay, and where like where do you think this happened? Like, do you think it happened like in a hospital, in a car, a public like, restroom, you know, public restroom, public? I, restroom. I realized there was car or toilet. And I said in a car. car. <laughs> hey man, if it was like Dubai, it, you know, it could be a motorhome. Could yeah. you take a shit? That would be terif- terrifying. Oh, you think you're safe in your motorhome and a fucking spider Ugh. on your dick? Like if if it was Dubai, they might have cars that That's ha- just I have built-in toilets, bro. Um, we have no infrastructure, but no toilet. infrastructure, but toilet and car water to- park, car toilet, um, <laughs> car toilet from the tall back. building, <laughs> car toilet far from where spot. That would be the worst if you're in that the world's tallest building in the tallest bathroom in the world and a spider bit your dick. Oh you're my like, God. how long did it take him to get up here? <laughs> car toilet from the makers of cruise ship of golf, of, of golf ship, the golf ship. Um, so what happened to a construction worker? Okay. Um, Okay. Oh, he's in a porta potty. In a porta potty. Okay. In Sydney, Australia. Oh, of course it is. In Australia. The other desert environment I forgot about. Oh, the fucking deadliest desert environment. It's always fucking Australia. Why didn't I think of this? Something's trying to kill you. It's Australia. Australia. <laughs> you deadly? Then you Australian. Australian. It's true. Um, oh Did he like f- run out in terror and fall on one of those fucking bushes that that put spines in his ass? Oh. God damn As it. He's, now he's got a weird spider bite dick. <laughs> and then one of those and buff the kangaroos <laughs> came and just like beat the shit out of yeah, him. Yeah, no, kicked him in the face just for good measure. Oh my God. Um, the 21 year old man was bitten on the penis. Oh. Um, it was, a penis. Att- <laughs> it was a poisonous, it was an attack by a poisonous redback spider. Um, the that's what the job site um, reported, uh, according to a story in the Adelaide Advertiser. Uh, the Adelaide Advertiser um, paramedics rushed to the scene, but the victim got to the hospital on his own. He somehow managed to get alternative transport to the hospital. An ambulance spokesman says the victim was treated and later discharged. So the good news is, sounds like everything was fine. It doesn't sound like his dick fell off. It doesn't sound like he died. Um, but what could have happened? Oh, man. Like its close relative, the Black Widow. Oh, no. <laughs> the female redback has red markings and is toxic. Oh. It often lives in urban areas. So, oh, no. She's just like, oh, I'm away from the desert. No, I'm right here. You're not safe. I'm right. Oh, you're, you're in the office? Oh, I'll see you there, mate. <laughs> see you there for a little nibble. I'll shout. Oh, get your the... sausage roll. I'm going to hang out in the corner. <laughs> Don't go get some water. <laughs> get Careful. Some, get some Careful. pee water. Careful. Um, let's see. Um, it's in Put urban areas and taking resulted a, taking in... Taking a bath in there. <laughs> it resulted in 250 cases a year in Australia that require antivenom. The Australian uh, Museum notes... Um, that's the name of it. Australian Museum. The Australian Museum notes they can cause serious illness and have caused deaths. Um, A 22-year-old man is believed to have died from complications of redback bite earlier this month. Uh, Before that, no one was thought to have succumbed to a redback bite since antivenom was introduced in 1956, um, is what they reported. Mm. But look at this motherfucker. It just looks like a black widow, pretty much. But like it's like a red version of it. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Uh, but just imagine you're just like, ah, oh, sit down, take a dump, and then you're just like, oh, I got an itch now, on my dick. He's oh, thing. fuck. A, a dump would be bad, but let's be more honest. You know what would be more indignant, more, more terrible? Oh, man, I really don't want to stand to piss today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to go. I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to push my dick down the toilet. I'm lazy. And you, because that way, like, if you have to shit, you're like, well, I had to shit. There was no other option other than to hold my poop in, and I'm not going to shit my pants. But if you if you sat down to pee, yeah. you're like, I had a way out of this. Oh my god! I chose the lazy I way. Chose, this I is, chose the easy I, path. God is punishing me and for sloth. I'm being punished. <laughs> I'm being punished. Yeah, and, you, and you, a fucking spider bites your goddamn dick. Oh my god, dude! Oh, man. Like, could you imagine? Could you imagine? Like, what if that dude's like dick just like swelled, swelled, like got all swollen, mm-hmm. and just like, I, I don't know, man. What if it did something weird where like the like, what if it bit it, like, at the base? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, like, all the, like, the veins and, like, arteries around there, like, sw- got so, like, swollen that it wasn't letting blood flow, like, towards the body. So it was just, like, inflating like a balloon. And <laughs> there's nowhere for the stuff to, there's nowhere for the blood to go. And then you just, like, I don't know. I mean. Your the, dick pops? The cartoony way would be the, the dick pops. I think the realistic way is the veins inside pop, and then blood just starts coming out of your dick hole. Well, I don't know if the veins that pop. I just think you start internally bleeding from your dick, and it turns purple, and you die. I mean, I'm sure the pressure would eventually cause like the walls of the urethra to crack and let uh, in the blood. On, I, mean, yeah, I mean, what, does he fucking have the bends, too? Like, is he coming up from a lower pressure situation? Have you ever been bitten by a spider? Uh, on the dick? Not on the dick. I, I, I don't know how this goes. I'm I, letting my worst fears only, run rampant the only two right spider, the only There's only two spider types I'm afraid of that are in my local area. One, of course, is the black widow for poisoning reasons, but the other one is the brown recluse. <clears throat> yeah. Because I've seen what that shit does. Yeah. And I can't imagine getting bitten on the dick by oh, a brown recluse. God. It's like a big, like just liquid swell, swarms to the area and it just creates like these huge liquidy mounds. And like uh. when you try to, like you have to, like a lot of times it involves cutting parts of your skin off. Because what'll happen is like you try to pop this thing and it's just liquid just keeps going. Is it like so like a cyst or whatever? Sort of, yeah. But it's like it could be bad. Like if you ever if you really if you guys really want to chance it, watch a video called Northeast Spider Bite. If you've never seen Northeast Spider Bite, this guy had a big old thing on his face. It was like a cyst from a spider uh. bite. And it's all big and grown out, and he keeps what looks to be pulling stuff out of holes in it. And Ugh. these things they it's like pus or something but it looks like white worms oh god it looks like white slugs he just keeps pulling these out and his girlfriend's like oh babe i'm like why are you staying with him run away he's a monster now god damn it that's the other reason i don't want to get bit by a spider i i've I've tricked a woman (laughs) a spider fight would make her leave God, she doesn't dude. like spiders either. I, I I'm not so big of a deal. I try to save spiders unless I'm in a compromised position. I've, I've now, if it's come, a black widow or brown recluse, I'm like, sorry, buddy, fuck you. You're evil. Yeah, I've come to the, I, I've I've definitely come to terms with like, you know what, like if it's like a non super crazy spider, I'm gonna see if I can you know get it outside or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I hate it when they're in like in the shower and like I've had it before. I'm not gonna lie. I've like taken an entire like shower before where I'm like trying to protect the spider from like going down the drain and like that means i'm using like 
one fifth of the shower space because I'm like, okay, don't get wet, buddy. Come on, just, just hold on. Just be cool. <laughs> like I'll like aim like the water like against like a different part of the wall, and it'd be like over here in the, the other corner. So you're kinder than I am. If I'm in the shower, and then here's what happens yeah. though, because it'll be like the water's coming down there. It's like, oh no, no, and then like I'll turn it away, and then I'm like, okay, all you gotta do is climb up in that corner, buddy, right there, opposite corner. Climbs up, and then he's like, ooh, water. And just goes straight <laughs> for like where all the water. I'm like, no. What's stop. going on over there? Is that a yeah. party? <laughs> I bet you there's tons of spiders. That's so much spider pussy over there. The <laughs> spider have puss puss? Spider have puss puss? No. Um, spider does have puss puss. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Spider has puss puss. Um, no, but uh, I, I'm not even that kind. I'm just like, oh, sorry, buddy. Wrong place, wrong time. Yeah. <laughs> Dead. But, um, there was that one I don't spider. Killing things. There was that spider that hunted me down in bed while I was trying to sleep. Did I tell you about the other spider that was crawling on my ceiling, and it was right above my bed? Uh, and I was laying in bed, and I was looking yeah. at bed, and I watched it slowly come down on a web, and it was like right, like it was like probably about this far away from me. Yeah, and I just went. <laughs> and I went well, okay. See oh, you later. No, no, never mind. <laughs> All right, I'm going back up there. See ya. All right. Talk to you later. And then just like crawl across the room, and I'm like. That's goddamn right. It's where I sleep. You find it's it at home place. You go. You go over there. It's like that little meme with that spider. It's like, hi, sir. It's just cold outside, and it's really hard, uh, harsh outside. Can my my wife? Yeah. Can, can my family here stay and just sleep, borrow your corner night? Oh, okay. I'll go ahead and push my wife. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. <No. laughs> see, like I, I see that, but then like this like shit. That spider happens. that walked across the trail in front of me that one time. We looked like he was walking home. Yeah. I'll go for more. He's like, oh shit, humans. Oh fuck. One of these fuckers. Oh, Martha always says, don't walk across the boat at night. You're going to get seen by a human. And I always tell her, no, Martha, I've never seen one. Yeah. And these fucking guys are here, and I'm going to fucking die. I'm going to fucking it's die. My this is how it ends. Fault. This, this is, is how, how it ends. ends. This is how it ends. It ends with me not filling out and my I'm just TPS like, reports. Oh, neat. Spider. My, my top priority spider reports. <laughs> my had, had to work late. I need to put my family first. <laughs> God, family if first. I had to just listen. God, if you, spider God, if you're there. <laughs> spider God. <laughs> if you're there. If I would have just if I would have just listened to my mom mm. and taken some time for me, you know, and, and, and I would have been home. I would have taken a half day today, drank some sweet spider juice, gone to the spider strip club, gotten some arachnid, you know, like sweet arachnid. Like, oh my god, that would have been awesome. But now I'm just gonna get <laughs> stepped on. I'm gonna explode. And and like the weird thing is, like, I don't like killing bugs or animals like that, but. When I was a kid, one of my favorite arcade games was that spider stomping game. I was really <laughs> fucking good at it too. And they, but if you, for those of you who don't know or maybe too young to remember this, they had this big game in the arcade. It's essentially like a foot based version of whack a mole, um, which is you have this big, this big thing, and they're like, okay, how many spiders can you stomp? And these little lights, which were on spider, like little like spider bodies, that were painted on the platform. Yeah. You would step on them, and you get them more points by stepping on them all. And there's only they were only on there for a certain times. So you had to do quick. But every time you step on them, we go like, and go, ow, oh, <laughs> ow. Like, and you're like, fuck yeah, I'm murdering spiders. That one in the crocodile game. Remember the crocodile game? No. Where it was kind of like whack-a-mole, but there was a long line of crocodiles or alligators, and they'd come out, and like, if they got all the way out and bit and got back in, that means you didn't Oh, get okay. That, and, yeah. then, and then they're like, oh, they, okay, use this mallet. And you're like, fuck that. Hands. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like... And like and like half of them are broken, like their mouth yeah. doesn't even open anymore. <laughs> their eyes are all peeling off because kids oh, are just God. smacking them with their hands. So much so, the last time I saw one of those games, 
It didn't even have the paddle with it. They knew. Like, no one's going to use this shit. Nah, just use just your fucking hit your hands. hands. Use, hit it with your hands. Just do it. Because you can't hit more than one with that paddle. You got to you gotta go like, there's yeah. like six of them. You got to make sure you're moving yeah. your hands are all around. Exactly. That's how you're going to get high points. That's how you're going to yeah. get more tickets and get that sweet eraser that's behind the counter. <laughs> you get that sweet scorpion folder. It, it's funny. I went When I went to Chuck E. Cheese, that's the other thing yeah. I forgot to mention when I went to Chuck E. Cheese. The prizes yeah. for kids suck now. Yeah. Like they got little dinosaurs or little tattoos and okay. stuff, stuff like we had. But I'm like. Where's the fucking like Chinese finger trap? Yeah. Where's the fucking yo-yos? Where's the fucking like cool rings with a whistle on it? And I was like, and the one thing I remember going is like, where's the fucking fortune telling fish? Do you remember the fortune telling fish? Do I? It was this red piece of paper uh-huh. and you would ask it a question and mm. place it on your hand and it would mm. bend and do things in certain ways. And you look at the back of the, the paper and it would tell yeah. you the answer based on that. Let me see if I can find a picture. Of the it was just a fish? fish. Wait. What are you talking about? It's a paper? Yeah, it's like it's like this red kind of like uh, I don't know fortune. I'm gonna look up the fortune telling fish. I'm gonna find it. <laughs> you're you're piquing my interest here. Oh, well, let me find an image of it so I could show you what this thing looks. Give like. it me. Show let me. Let me see. Hold on, it's loading the. Inter- oh, here it is. Perfect. Perfect. It's like this piece of paper. Yeah, it looks something like this. Let me see if I can get to pull up. Come on, buddy. There it is. Okay. It looked like this. The fortune teller miracle fish. No. You've never seen this before? No. This was one of my favorite ones. So you would, the fish part itself is yeah, a piece so of paper? See, it would be, you put it in your hand, it would bend a certain way like that. Like it would just start moving on. Yeah, side. uh-huh, because of the type of paper it was. So it was a fucking haunted fish. Uh, it says, play, so here's the instructions for the back of it. Place fish in palm of hand, and its movements will indicate moving head, jealousy, moving tail, indifference, oh moving God. head and tail, in love. Curling sides, fickle, turns over, false, no. motionless, dead one. Oh, my God. Curls up entirely, passionate. Oh, my God. It's kind of like a mood ring. So it's just like, oh, my It's this weird kind of like plasticky, waxy paper. I don't know what the technology behind it is exactly. <laughs> the technology behind the fortune-telling fish. Let me see. They're 99 cents. I can get one. Oh, my Let's God, see. dude. I'm intrigued. I want to like. Use one oh, of here we go. Tonight. Here we go. Oh, perfect. Thank you. Chemistry about at about.com. Let me let's find out exactly how it works. If you place the plastic fortune telling fish, uh, magic miracle fish in your hand, it will bend and wriggle. You can decipher the movements um, and uh, predict the future. The movements of the fish are a result of chemical composition of the fish. The fortune teller miracle fish is a novelty item or kid's toy. It's a small red plastic fish that can move when you place it in your hand. Uh, you can, can you use the movements of the toy to predict the future? Well, you can. But expect about the same level of success as you would from a fortune cookie. It doesn't matter, though, because the toy is great fun. Um, the fortune teller fish is made of the same chemical used in disposable diapers, sodium polycyrolate. Uh, okay. Sodium polycyrolate will grab onto water molecules when it touches, changing the shape of the molecule. Okay. As the molecules change shape, so does the shape of the fish. If you submerge the fish in water, it won't be able to bend when you place it on your hand. If you let the fortune teller fish dry out, it will be good as new. Science teachers commonly hand out these fish to students and ask them to explain how they work. Students propose a hypothesis to describe how the fortune teller fish works and then can design an experiment to test the hypothesis. Yeah. Usually students think the fortune uh, the fish may move in response to body heat or electricity or by absorbing chemicals from the skin, salt, oil, or water. So, based, I w- on, I based thought... on the water in your hand, based on like the, the small amount of liquid in your hand. So basically, the like shittier you are with clammy hands. Yep. The like crazy mortal move. See, I thought that's why you're so passionate because you're yeah. so hot. That's why it uh, curls just, up. I can't stop sweating. My hands are so hot. Uh, yep. Um, I thought it was just like a haunted fish 
or something like that. No, like, it's, just, no Chewy, there's science behind it. Uh, I mean, so, so there could be science ghost. I mean, we can all enjoy the magic of science. There could be, <laughs> yeah, the magic of science. How <laughs> about that? Um, um, enjoy the magic of, of magic of science. Um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I remember that fortune telling fish. That was one of my favorites. Yeah. Fortune I want. Fish. I want one now, dude. All right, we'll have to find one. We'll go to a, we'll go to an arcade. Let's go. Go get me one. Uh, well, okay. We'll have to win a lot of tickets. <laughs> they were like a hundred tickets, so they weren't cheap. They weren't. They Why were. Don't just go buy me one. I don't know because I want to go win tickets. That's the price point. You got to feel like you earned that fortune. Cool. That's, cool. That's why it comes in the plastic stuff. bags. You can put it back in there and you know make sure it yeah. stays and dry. Dude, that's awesome. The fortune telling fish. I want one of those fish. No bouncy there. balls or any of that shit either. You remember those things that were like little like. They were like little, like a cup, and then you would press it in, and you put it down. They would like flip. Yeah, it just flips over. Yeah, yeah. Kids have, have, they're not they're not I don't think so. No, not mostly. Most stuff is like, oh, they have spiders. Like, like, kids, not a real spider. Give, give me a scorpion. <laughs> yeah, give me fucking. Man. Yeah, there wasn't give even like snake. Decapitated yeah, there wasn't snake. even snakes in there or anything either. Um, well, Chewy, I have some news yes. that I mentioned to you earlier today, but I have found more information. Okay. It's one about one of our favorite topics, and it's funny that we we are we're we're, we're getting we're getting yeah, we're getting towards the tail end of the show, um, because we're gonna go eat, and this involves food. It involves a fast food restaurant. Yeah, we talked about this briefly today. I mentioned it to you and offhandedly, but this is from CNBC.com, so you know it's legit. McDonald's is testing a supersized Big Mac. Oh, shit. What? McDonald's may be making a big change to its most iconic menu item. The chain is testing a bigger Big Mac called the Grand Mac. Oh, my God. In some Texas and Ohio restaurants, a spokesperson tells Eater. And for those with small appetites, Mickey D's is giving a trial run to a smaller Big Mac called the Mac Jr. Boo. Well, you know. Sometimes the only difference is is the new sandwiches in uh, the only difference in the new sandwiches is the size. They both are dressed with uh, ubiquitous lettuce, American cheese, pickles, onions, and special sauce, and served on the traditional sesame seed bun. The Grand Mac comes on a bigger bun and features two point seven ounce patties, which makes it one third pa- a one third pound sandwich. So it's almost a, it's pr- practically yeah. a quarter pounder. Okay. Well, quarter pounder even is like it's actually no, it's more than a quarter pounder, isn't it? Wow. Yeah. And the quarter pounder is pre cooked weight, so. Think about that. Um, let's see here. At the other end of the spectrum is the Mac Jr. There's a Big Mac with one of the patties and the middle bun removed. The former is selling for $4.89 and the latter is selling for between $2.39 and $2.59, depending on the location. So, would you like... Uh, the, oh, sorry. The street notes, the Grand Mac is likely an attempt to compete with chains that serve larger burgers, such as Five Guys. McDonald's says the Mac Jr. is, quote, easier to eat on the go. That's true. It's very true. Have you ever tried to eat a Big Mac while you drive? Not easy. No, no, not I possible. Have not definitely it's not easy. I tend to go for like easier foods. Like I like fries and chicken nuggets when I'm driving because they're I, just easy to. I can eat the McDonald's cheeseburgers, the little ones. I can eat. Yeah, those. I mean, I could. Um, we carefully created the Grand Mac and Mac Junior to pay homage to the original Big Mac. Chad Schaefer, Senior Director of Culinary Innovation at McDonald's USA. What a fucking job title! Senior Director of Culinary Innovation said in a prepared statement. Our goal is always to prepare the best tasting burgers to meet our customers' expectations. The sandwiches are being tested at roughly 130 restaurants in Dallas, Fort Worth, and Columbus, Ohio. And the trial is set to run through June 6th. Whether they see a nationwide release will depend on customer feedback. It remains to be seen if the all-important millennial demographic will like these Big Mac variations more than McDonald's doomed line of McWraps. Oh, man. So, 
Guys, if you're in any <coughs> of those locations, if you drive by one of the McDonald's and you see yeah. this, go in there and order one. Even if you don't eat it, you can just throw it in the garbage if you don't want to eat it. But do it so Chewy and I can have a try because we'll do eat it. Do it. You want to see what these look like? Yes, absolutely. This is the Big Mac family that they oh. have. There it is. Fuck yeah, dude. There's the mini the Mac Junior, or what do they call they call it here? The Mini Mac um, also is the other, I guess, another name for it. The Big Mac and the new Grand Mac. Grand Mac. God, what a fancy sounding sandwich. Oof. Big I feel Mac like is a like, king. I feel like a king yeah. ordering that right yeah. there. Or like I'm at a French McDonald's. <laughs> Le like, Big Mac. Le, Le, Grand Le Grand Mac. Mac. Le Grand Mac. Le Mac Grand. Um, dude, I'll that's, try it. That's all. Oh, yeah, it's gonna taste the same. It's just gonna be bigger. Well, here's the thing. And like, I love Big. I like Big Macs. I'm a fan. Every once in a while, I'll be like, you know what? I really want a Big Mac, and I'll always be like, mm, just. It was good, but I was like, I wish there was more of it. I wish I could keep that taste going. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and because because you know you know us guys, we eat we don't eat for for caloric intake. We eat for we like the taste. We yeah, want we the like taste the to taste hang out as long as possible. It doesn't matter. And so the Grand Mac fulfills a need that I didn't know I had. So McDonald's, you're on the right track, guys. You're on the right track. I noticed though, in our older age, we're getting less and less picky about oh, McDonald's. Yeah. We're getting more like, we're just like oh yeah, just fucking get some McDonald's. Dude, I've eaten more McDonald's probably in the in the last since the beginning of this year than you have like in your entire childhood. <laughs> than I have probably between the ages of twenty one to twenty four. Yeah, probably. Like, I would honest, say so. Honestly, I would say so too. Like I would go maybe like once or twice a year. Maybe, but you now, know, it, yeah, <laughs> it's now, just so convenient. It's like, ah, just fucking get, let's just fucking get it. It works. <laughs> Cheap gas. <laughs> um. All right, I do want to, Ian, and end this on a sad note. Well, okay, I'm going to end it on a sad note here. Okay. Talked about some positive future change mm-hmm. right there, possibly with the Grand Mac. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about a grand exit. <clears throat> I don't know if you're aware. Um, I actually saw this on TV the other day when I was watching a, a Ducks game, and I was like, what the fuck? And I, and I looked into it, and my, my fears have been realized. Okay. We're losing a beloved uh, person. <sighs> the most interesting man in the world. Oh, yes. I heard about this. Is going away. He is. He's, he's on reti- a rocket. He's retiring. He he's is. Hashtag adios amigo. But he's going to be gone, dude. Nine fucking years. <laughs> Nine fucking years. Like, if you think about it, like, what the fuck, dude? He's been. And, like, think about, think about the cultural impact. Like, just from being, like. A beer commercial or whatever, like there's memes, you know, like there, there's some memes pretty now. dank memes, <laughs> some pretty dank memes, <laughs> as the kids say. Oh yeah, the dankest of memes. Um, but yeah, you know, it's like you know, it's like, I may not always, but when I do, blah blah blah, right? Um, oh man, but so he's um, so Dosakis is releasing almost no details about the new campaign that they're going to be releasing either, but they're just saying a different actor will take over as the most interesting man later this year. Uh, The ads will keep their core identity though, but here's what they're doing, man. Here's what's cool. Here's what I like about it. Dosekis knows that change can be uh, divisive, which is why the uh, brand along with the creative agency behind the ads, Havas um, has spent the last year and a half thinking about the campaign's next move. Um, The, 
first potential hazard. I think that people see the character and uh, Jonathan as the same person. So Jonathan is the actor that, mm-hmm. you know, plays him. Um, hopefully, you know, as we evolve with the campaign, they'll, you know, start to accept the new one. But first, Dos Equis will ride... Um, <laughs> They'll ride his uh, departure for the next several months. The brand has plans for a social media campaign leading up to Cinco de Mayo using the hashtag Adios Amigo and will distribute life-size cardboard cutouts of him to grocery stores and bars for fans to pose with. The brand will also give customers the chance to win some of the most interesting man's possessions, like his mariachi suit, plus a grand trip prize to Mexico. Then it will be time to move on. So, I I don't know about you. Have you not seen the commercial? No, I've seen the commercial. Where he gets yeah, in he's the going rocket to space. Ship? He's going to Mars. He's going to, to Mars. To be the most interesting man on, on Mars. Mars. See, here's what I thought. When I saw that, I was like, oh, man. I hope he just kind of goes away for a while and, like, they don't do anything with that character. Dude. And one day, one Dude. day at a Super Bowl, like, 10 years from now, he Dude. comes back. He's like, I'm now the most interesting man in the universe. Dude, come on. It's just like Kiss. You take off the makeup. What does that give you the ability to do? Put the makeup back on. That's true. Oh, you take man. this guy away, it's going to happen. It's like the McRib. McDonald's does it every year. You bring it back, only for a limited time. And then when he comes back, when it comes back, everyone over is overjoyed. Oh man, not me because I don't like the McRib, but some people. So I thought it would be a, a, a nice little send off here, Ian. If we read some of his quotes. Okay. Some inspirational up, quotes some of inspirational the most interesting quotes. man. I mean, technically we have one more episode. No, no. The next episode is after, after my fifth. So here you go. Yep. Um, I've got a list here. I'm probably not going to read all of them here. Um, but you know, we'll read some of it here. Um, do you have any favorites by, ch- by chance? Not that I can think of. Not that you can think of. Okay. Um, he lives vicariously through himself. He once had an awkward moment just to see how it feels. His beard alone has experienced more than a lesser man's entire body. When it's raining, it is because he is thinking of something sad. <laughs> his shirt, his shirts never wrinkle. He is left-handed and right-handed. If he were to mail a letter without postage, it would still get there. The police often question him just because they find him interesting. <laughs> his blood smells like cologne. <laughs> On every continent in the world, there's a sandwich named after him. His hands feel like rich brown suede. Um, Cuba imports cigars from him. Mosquitoes refuse to bite him purely out of respect. In museums, (laughs) he is allowed to touch the art. His business card simply says, I'll call you. (laughs) He He has won the Lifetime Achievement Award twice. If he were to punch you in the face, you would have to fight off the urge to thank him. <laughs> he bowls overhand. <laughs> he is fluent in all languages, <laughs> including three that only he speaks. <laughs> he tips an astonishing 100%. <laughs> Once while sailing around the world, he discovered a shortcut. <laughs> Panhandlers give him money. <laughs> He divorced his wife because he caught her littering. What I've noticed is as they go on, they get more and more bizarre because they're yeah. running out of the basics. And they're oh, just yeah. like, let's get strange with it. He divorced his wife because he caught her littering. <laughs> his passports require no photograph. And when he drives a new car off the lot, it increases in value. <laughs> oh, man. I, I like the blood smelling like cologne one. <laughs> and I like the divorcing the wife because he caught her littering. Because yeah. it's just like, damn, dude, I hate littering too. 
But man, I'm I'm gonna miss the guy. I am. I'm miss the that's guy. An, that's an icon of a, of a of a. Of a I mean, think about, well, think about some other pot. What are some yeah. other beer icons? I can think of you one. Those horses. Spuds McKenzie is the only other one I could think of. Yeah. The freaking dog. Yeah, you have the. I mean, you could say like, oh, the Clydesdale horses or whatever. No, no, no. But I'm talking about like like, character that was made for advertising purposes. Yeah. What did did Budweiser follow up Spuds? uh, Follow up uh, Spuds McKenzie with? What's up? Yeah. (laughs) What's up and frogs? Yeah. Budweiser. I did. I did like those frogs. (laughs) The most interesting. I feel. Oh man. Dude, I'm gonna miss him. I I'm gonna be on the lookout, Ian. I want you to help me. I want you to pledge to help me when we go to grocery stores or bars or if something. If we like see that. one, if you see him, we gotta take a picture of him. Also, if we have a chance, I want to fucking I want to fucking take him. <laughs> I told you about the time I stole the Colonel. <laughs> Did I tell you about that? Yes. One time we stole the Colonel. We just walked in and we were the only ones in the place except for the people behind the counter. And we're like, oh, okay, cool, yeah, and then. We we're just like, oh shit! There's a colonel cut out. Fuck it! And we just took it and we ran and we had the colonel in the car. Did they say anything to you? They're just like, um, all right. That, that was it. <laughs> that was it. And then for a long time, the colonel was in in our friend's house, just in the corner. <laughs> and um, it was great because it took some getting used to at first, and people weren't used to having him around, so they'd come out to the living room to get a drink a drink of water and just see a man standing in the corner. <laughs> And every now and then they would like move it around to like prank people. So someone's like getting in the shower or whatever and they do that. Or one time they put it in the shower and someone like went, you know, the guy in the, in the, in the bathroom, like you took their clothes off. They're like, okay, I'm gonna take a shower. They open the curtain and they see (laughs) the Colonel in the tub, like standing up. Yeah. Was it like the animated Colonel or was it like, like a real, it was a a real like Colonel, Colonel, like the Colonel, like the Colonel. Yeah. Colonel Sanders, dude. All right, man. I've never heard. Well, it'd be a lie if I said I'd never heard Timmy scream that loud before, but (laughs) you can imagine Timmy screaming. That I could, that I could, sir. Well, goodbye. Most interesting man on earth. Goodbye. Goodbye, corporate logo, who's not a real person, but we love you anyway. Um, What did we learn this week, Chewie? We learned so much. We learned that sometimes if you love something, you have to let it go. It's true. We've learned we've learned about all the dangerous animals in the world that can kill you, but that are also kind of extreme and awesome in the most 90s way possible. We've learned about awesome menu enhancements that could be coming your way or in your hometown as we speak. Yeah. And we've learned we've learned that the Houston Rockets are no longer in <laughs> the greatest <laughs> shame of all. The greatest shame of all. Houston Rockets. I'm not good at picking teams based on logos. Houston, we have a problem. I'm Chewy. <laughs> and I'm Ian. All praise be unto the Dark Lord Kromdar. Save us, Jesus Christ, and watch over our friend as he travels to Mars. And as always, keep that face because you never know when you're going to wake up with a big old fucking spider on it and then you're, you're dead. Stay out of Australia. It. You're dead. <laughs> you're, you're fucking dead. All of you. This is stuff. This is stuff. This is stuff. And things. This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Exclusively at stuffandthingsnetwork.com.